Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. It's Louisa Nicola. I'm a neurophysiologist and human performance coach. I am the founder of NeuroAthletics, where our mission is to democratize brain health education so you can perform better, think faster, and live longer. Today, we're going to explore the relationship between vitamin D and Alzheimer's disease. For those of you who don't know, I study dementia. Specifically, I look at the link between exercise and cognitive decline and Alzheimer's disease. Alzheimer's disease is something that is affecting 57 million people worldwide. So today we're really going to dig deep between the relationship between vitamin D and Alzheimer's disease and delve into how crucial this nutrient is and how it impacts brain health. So vitamin D, commonly known as the sunshine vitamin, vitamin is more accurately classified as a pro-hormone. It's synthesized in our skin in response to sunlight exposure. And upon activation, vitamin D functions as a hormone, playing a critical role in various physiological processes. Notably, it aids in the absorption of calcium and phosphorus, which is essential for bone health. It also modulates the immune system and has been implicated in the regulation of neuronal processes. However, despite its crucial roles, vitamin D deficiency is prevalent, especially here in the US, largely due to limited sun exposure and dietary intake. This deficiency has been linked to various health issues, including compromised bone density, immune dysfunction, and emerging evidence suggests neurobiological impairments. Alzheimer's disease, which is a debilitating form of dementia, affects 57 million people worldwide. It's characterized by progressive memory loss and cognitive decline, leading to a significant impairment in daily functioning. At the molecular level, Alzheimer's disease is marked by the accumulation of amyloid beta plaques and tau protein tangles in the brain. These pathological hallmarks pretty much disrupt neural communication, that is how the neurons communicate with one another, leading to the death of these neurons and essentially brain atrophy, which is brain shrinkage more or less. While the exact cause of Alzheimer's disease is multifactorial, involving genetic, lifestyle, and environmental factors, recent research is increasingly focusing on the role of neuroinflammation and the disruption of normal brain homeostasis in its pathogenesis. So in this context, the role of vitamin D, given its influence on neural health and immune modulation, has become a subject of intense scientific scrutiny. So how can we link vitamin D to Alzheimer's disease? I've been researching this. My team and I have really conducted thorough, um, a thorough research on the link between these two. And this is what the science basically has to show us. There's many studies such as serum 25-hydroxyvitamin D and the link of Alzheimer's disease and dementia. Studies like this have started to uncover a significant potential link between vitamin D levels and Alzheimer's disease. This particular study was a very comprehensive longitudinal study meticulously observing that individuals with low vitamin D levels are at a heightened risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. The implications of these findings are pretty profound, which they suggest that vitamin D might play a role in brain health and more so, more than previously understood. The subjects in this study 
with insufficient vitamin D levels showed a greater propensity for cognitive decline. That's also a key hallmark in Alzheimer's disease. So this correlation between vitamin D deficiency and diminished cognitive decline has sparked a massive conversation in the medical community about the potential neuroprotective roles of vitamin D. So this study really brought to light the possibility that inadequate levels of vitamin D may be a key factor in maintaining cognitive health, especially as we age. Many of you know that at the age of 30, our brain begins to atrophy. So we go through a natural brain aging process. There's several other nutrients um, and, and factors out there that can help be, help be neuroprotective against the aging process, one of which I discuss in detail in the last episode, which was creatine. Creatine we know has been shown to be extremely valuable in being neuroprotective, especially against um, post-traumatic insults like in the NFL, for example. But now we're seeing that even vitamin D may play the same role. So this study also investigated various factors that contribute to vitamin D levels in individuals, such as geographic location, lifestyle, dietary habits, and sun exposure. The comprehensive approach allowed researchers to control for external factors and focus on the direct impact of vitamin D on brain health. Intriguingly, the research also highlighted a genetic component, suggesting that some individuals might be genetically predisposed to vitamin D deficiency, thereby increasing their risk for Alzheimer's disease. Another fascinating aspect of this research is in its exploration and they are looking into the mechanisms by which vitamin D might influence brain health. So vitamin D is known to facilitate the absorption of calcium and phosphate, as I mentioned earlier, as well as modulate immune responses and inflammatory responses. And these functions could be crucial in protecting neural pathways and reducing the risk of brain inflammation, which is often observed in Alzheimer's disease patients. The study's findings are echoed by other research in the field, which collectively point to a more nuanced understanding of vitamin D's role in neurodegenerative diseases. While the exact bio, biochemical pathways remain an area for further investigation, the current evidence underscores the importance of maintaining optimal vitamin D levels as a potential safeguard against cognitive decline. From a biological standpoint, vitamin D's importance extends beyond bone health to our neurons. So the presence of vitamin D receptors throughout the brain suggests a significant role in cognitive functions. About two years ago, I think now, I actually did a podcast on vitamin D receptors on the brainstem and its relation to sleep. You may have to scroll, scroll through if you want to check that out. But vitamin D receptors, like to think that we've got vitamin D receptors in our, bra in our brain just really highlights how crucial this pro-hormone and vitamin is for our overall longevity and all-cause mortality and neurodegenerative disease processes. So given this link, it is said that maintaining adequate vitamin D levels is really important. This can be achieved through sensible sun exposure, you know, getting out, getting natural sunlight. I always suggest three hours a day. Yes, protecting the skin with, um, with adequate sun cream, um, but getting a diet that's rich in vitamin D and possibly supplementation. Supplementation, I do believe wherever you are in the world. And granted, if you've gone and gotten an actual vitamin D 
test, like through a blood test done, deficiency would suggest anywhere from 30 nanograms per milliliter and below. So if you are, you may want to rise this to uh, about 50 to 60. That's what I aim to get around 60. And I am doing this through supplementation. I live in New York City. I don't get that much sun exposure. So I'm actually supplementing with 5,000 IUs per day. I'm very strong on the fact that you should be supplementing based on lab work. My lab work came back around six weeks ago, which showed a vitamin D deficiency, which is why I supplement with 5,000 IUs per day. So these findings are pretty promising. I think that further research is crucial to fully understand vitamin D's role in preventing Alzheimer's disease. It's also important to remember that supplements can be tailored to individual needs and taken under medical guidance. But understanding the connection between vitamin D and Alzheimer's opens up new doors in our pursuit of brain health. Proactive health management is key, guys. We encourage you to consult with healthcare professionals for personalized advice. I hope you enjoyed this mini episode on vitamin D. Go and do your lab work. And always, thank you. I'll see you in the next episode.